Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Hello there, everybody. I am Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. I'm the founder of the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program, creator of Dream Business Academy, founder of No Hassle Newsletters, my extraordinary done-for-you newsletter program that has served over 1,200 small business owners in nine countries. Well, that would be nine. And most importantly today, I am the host of Dream Business Radio. Now in its 10th year, this is episode 524, and they said it wouldn't last. Welcome (laughs) to another fantastic live edition of Dream Business Radio. My special guest is Tracy Beavers. Tracy, how are you doing today? I am doing really well. I'm excited to be here, and so far you're cracking me up. Oh my goodness. Well, we don't know what we're going to do because, I mean, I I generally just like to have a good time and share good information. That's my formula. But um, as I, folks, as I shared with Tracy just a couple of minutes ago in the green room, which is not green at all, um, I said, I usually do these at three and then I have a couple more, but I've been like calls all day long. I'm a little tired. So, you know, you never know what's going to come out. But I told Tracy, you're going to have to carry the ball on this one. So it's going to be fun. It's going to have lots of value, some good information. That's what this is all about. So um, real quick, folks, this episode of Dream Business Radio is brought to you by the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program. If you're an entrepreneur or small business owner who's tired of slow to no growth in your business, if you're feeling overwhelmed, unfocused, and especially, I always say especially, if you'd like to learn how to create multiple streams of revenue in your business, then you want to be part of this extraordinary Virtual mastermind led by me, Captain Jim Palmer, usually more serious than I am now, the Dream Business Coach. You can learn more at dreambizcoaching.com. That's dream, B-I-Z, coaching.com. Oh, let me give, just give a real quick plug to um, this course. So if you're listening on a replay or sometime in the future, this will have passed. But if you're listening to it live or in the next two weeks, and it is uh, October 5th for your reference, um, I have launched a course on how to create a lucrative virtual mastermind group in this program. I'll show you exactly the steps I took to create my program in 2009. It's been my main program. It's, it's really been responsible for this amazing dream lifestyle that we've been able to live. And you can find details about that program at Lucrative Virtual Mastermind. I think I got a link there. LucrativeVirtualMastermind.com. All right. Let me tell you a little bit about Tracy and we will dive right in. Tracy Beavers is a business and sales coach from the great state of Arkansas. She has helped hundreds of entrepreneurs over the years with everything from overcoming the fear of sales to growing their business visibly through organic marketing strategies, which I think is how I titled this interview. So we're definitely going to touch on that. She walks hand in hand with her clients, providing them with a roadmap of clear action steps so they can put their blinders on and confidently get to work. Tracy says that building your business does not have to be a struggle and she can show you how to do it with ease. I'm going to ask her about that ease part. Tracy is a wife, a mom of two young adults and a dog mom also. She's a public speaker, a published author. She's been featured on top business podcasts, including Dream Business Radio, and has been a regular contributor on one of uh, her hometown's premier TV shows, 
And I think that's enough of an introduction. Tracy, how are you doing today? <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> Dream Business Radio. Thanks so much. You made me sound so important. I love it. <laughs> it's so funny when, you know, because I, I don't do a lot now, but I used to, there was a point where I did about 300 interviews in about two to two and a half years. And it's like, who wrote that? Oh, yeah, right. I guess me and my team did. But it's, you hear that? all that and you go, well, really? Did I do all that? So it's kind of funny. But welcome to the show. Thank I'm going to do my best to act uh, mature and civilized and somewhat of a successful business owner. Please don't do that. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. You know, so the question I usually ask, um, so I should tell you that uh, now 10 years, 500, episode 524, what I hear time and time again, Tracy, is that uh, my listeners love the tips, the strategies, what works, what doesn't, but they also love the inspirational stories because at any point, mm -hmm. everybody's going through some successes, some failures, some crap. They're worried. They're having to, I use, as I described in um, my book, decide the 3 a.m. holy crap moment. Yeah. So they love to hear stories of how people have come through it and things like that. So my very long uh, first question is, are you a first generation entrepreneur? Did you maybe have some parents or grandparents who uh, showed you the way? Or let, let's hear a little bit about your journey so far. Yeah, I think you're going to love this. So I'm okay. actually a second generation entrepreneur that I know of. Um, so my dad is, an, uh, is a retired architect. Okay. Um, and early on in his career, he realized he just didn't want to work for anybody else. And so he went out on his own. Now, my grand, my mother's father was in sales, worked for a, a company. That's where I, I think I get my sales genes. But from. even if you're in sales working for a company, you are an entrepreneur because yes. every Monday or every the first of every month is zero time. Yeah, right? it is. It was eat what you kill. Um, yeah. And, you know, I come from a family of artists also. They were um, artists, creators, and they sold their art. They were, you know, out there doing the entrepreneurial thing. Here's what's interesting. Okay. My father made it look so painful that there was no way in heck I was going to have my own business. Oh I my gosh. I did not want to be self-employed. I thought people who were self-employed were out of their mind. I mean, it just looked like a hustle and a grind and a struggle. And, you know, bless his heart. He, he was successful and took care of us, but not on the scale that I think he wanted. Mm. And I just saw how hard he worked and I thought, I don't think I want to do that. And so, I got I got here through years of corporate, okay. corporate stuff, corporate so, grind. <laughs> yeah, because because I was raised in that generation where you go to you graduate high school, you go to college, you graduate, you get the W two job, and you work for that company for forty years, and then you get um, a retirement party, a cake, a pension, and a gold watch. Mm. Well, somewhere along the way, in around two thousand five, that that started to change rapidly and corporations started talking about downsizing and restructuring and all this other stuff. And I literally was downsized out of my first ever job right out of college. Mm. And I literally, I called my mom and I was like, this isn't anything anybody told me. They told me to get the job, <laughs> suck it up buttercup, do the job, even if you hate it. And then you're going to have a retirement and a pension. And so it fast forward through lots of toxic bosses, lots of, um, uh, a CEO who did not understand how to motivate a sales force. This okay. was super irritating. So I was working for a company um, and they asked me a business development marketing role for a title insurance company. They had zero market. Well, they had very little market share, not zero, but practically zero here in our area. And they needed somebody to come in and get them on the map. I grew them 86% the first year I was there. Wow. 
And the CEO had the nerve to tell me that I was making too much money. He didn't think I was going to be that successful. And he was going to change around the comp plan to, to benefit him and the company. And I was like, uh-uh, no, I'm not, I can't stay here. So all, you know, you get downsized and then you got a couple toxic bosses or some coworkers that are like drama filled. And, and it just, I kept bumping my head up against the corporate swimming pool. Just like, why is this not working? Why can I? Why am I always feeling like I'm not in control of my time and I'm not controlling my money? And so years ago, some really good friends of mine, I was in a mastermind with a group of women and um, we were talking about how do we want the rest of our life to go? Mm. And I said, you know, I'd really like to work for myself and I'm really good in sales. People come to me all the time asking for advice on, and asking me how I've been so successful in sales. And they were like, you know what? You'd make a really great business coach. And I thought, wow. is that a thing? You know, you know what's interesting is that, um, well, first of all, I have to take note. You didn't run through the glass ceiling. You, you bumped your head on the swimming pool. I don't know if that's an Arkansas term or what. I've never heard that. I bumped my head on the swimming pool. Well, have you ever heard that like when you're when you're parenting your child and you just you say to them, okay, you can keep bumping your head on the swimming pool all you want, or you can talk, you can listen to me and I can tell you how to. Oh, that's where that comes from. Okay. Yeah, you just keep bumping your head on it. You keep making mistakes. Yeah, but as you're telling your story, I mean, a really great friend of mine worked uh, in the printing business, and he just started at the bottom. It turns out, I mean, he's an amazing salesperson, a rainmaker extraordinaire, and he's, I mean, he took that company almost single-handedly to high, but then the CEO got the nose out of joint that he's making like way more than I am, mm -hmm. and so he left and started his own company. It's like, <laughs> I mean, kind of, kind of dumb, but yeah. um. Uh, so I was checking out your website, by the way, Oh boy! and, uh, I know, I just know we're gonna have a great conversation. For goodness sakes, it's almost 10 after already. So we, I'm, I'm going to pack a lot in, but I see, you know, in addition to, um, helping people with sales, et cetera, that you're also a coach mm -hmm. and among other things, I was reading that you help people become more confident mm -hmm. entrepreneurs. Yes. And, um, you know, as I talk to clients and prospects, it's like, I don't put myself out there as a mindset coach, but you quickly learn as you're working with clients, you've got to fix the mindset before they'll do the yes. strategy. So exactly. Mindset's always something, you know, was it always something you were interested in or, or mm -hmm. did like me, did you see it as a, a way to help your clients? If you understand my question. I do. I do. Okay. Um, mindset is, has always been something that's been on my mind, you know, okay a pun intended. Um, but you're exactly right. And that uh, development of be a confident entrepreneur came about because I was doing a lot of market research on top of working with clients one-to-one. -one. And there was this th common thread through everything. And it didn't matter if it was their time management, their pricing, their confidence in their price, their confidence in their sales process, their ability to network and follow up their ability to um, combat the fears and that overwhelm that wants to creep in mm -hmm. all of that stuff together. The common thread for all of that is confidence. Yeah. And so I was like, but here's the thing that's, that's challenging. If I said to them, well, it sounds like you're not very confident as an entrepreneur. They'd be like, no, 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 I'm confident. I just need help with time management. And I'm like, mm, yes and no. So that's yeah. a really good case of give them what they want. Then you give them what they need. That's right. So I say, sure, I can help you with your time management. And along the way, we're gonna, I'm going to help them be confident, especially as women. When we are taking care of kids and husbands and dogs and parents and all the things, we tend to put everyone else before ourselves. 
and they're not confident in their ability to structure their day with boundaries and stick to it and say no, and that no is a complete sentence and know what to do when something, when they've mapped out their schedule for the day and something comes in to try to derail it, they need to have confidence knowing they know what to do in that moment to not let their schedule get derailed. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You know, it's interesting. Okay, cool. So, you know, Part of, I think, what makes me a good coach today is all the crap that I had to go through in my own business, right? So certainly not somebody who just everything he touched turned to gold, not by a long shot. But what's interesting to me is that so many of the hangups that I had originally in the early years, um, my expression was, I am going to be successful, but I'm going to do it my way. I'm not going to do all those things because all those things were hard. And I'm yeah. talking about writing books, being a speaker, putting on your own live events, doing all the your video, do, going on camera live, doing all that stuff. It was and is difficult for people, but it wasn't mm-hmm. until I really kicked all that, all the demons and stuff to the curb that I accelerate. So now as a coach, nobody can hide from me. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, an, I just love the whole mindset piece. But mm-hmm. ha- having said that, I titled this present- presentation, um, Tracy, uh, grow your business through organic marketing. So what are some of the ways that entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, small business owners can market and grow their business in general, but specifically with, I guess, what we would call what we would call low to no cost organic yes. strategies? Yes, exactly. I teach free strategies. Um, okay. And, and the reason why this was born out of talking about mistakes, whew, this was born out of my um, mistake of trying to use paid ad, paid ads with Facebook last year. I ran ads twice to a launch that I was doing and I might as well have piled up my money and set it on fire. That's oh how goodness. much results I got out of it. And I had even hired an expert, somebody that was came highly recommended from a very high wealth coach. And I so I was just a dismal failure. And so I thought, okay, Tracy, in the last seven years, you've built three successful businesses. You've never run one ad why the heck do you think you have to do this now to be successful? Go back to doing what works. Mm. Why are you getting distracted with this? And so then I was like, okay, you know what? More people need to know about this because I kept hearing from people in groups I was in and forums I was in and masterminds I was in, but my paid ads are not working or I'm scared to run paid ads or I don't know where I should put my money. And I was like, hold on people. Why don't we exhaust all the free stuff before we ever start paying Mm. for things? Ever. And so that's what I teach. And it, there's so many ways that you can get visibility for your business without spending any money. And it comes back to social media mm-hmm. and all the strategies that I teach. All the roads lead back to the email list growth. Because what I teach is, the, and you know this, the email list is really the only thing we own. We don't own Facebook, Instagram. That's right. LinkedIn. They can all go away stuff, tomorrow. We can all disappear tomorrow. And I've got to have a way to still connect old school, if you will, with my mm-hmm. clients. I don't have their addresses because nobody gives out their address anymore. So I can't reach them by mail and I don't have their cell phones, but I have their email address and I can still reach them. And so what I teach is every single thing you do from foundational pieces that don't sound important, like maxing out your Facebook personal profile and your Facebook business page profile, that simple thing, I can teach you how that leads to your email list growth. Um, having your own Facebook. Group. Wait, are you saying the Facebook, the header for the group or just the things that you're posting or, or all of it? So on my Facebook personal profile, the way my profile grows my group 
is if you look at my prof my Facebook personal profile right now, I'm at Tracy Lane Beavers. You're going to see my cover photo is advertising my free Facebook group. Okay. And it says click here. When you click on it, I have the description box opens up. A lot of people don't know that about the cover mm. photo. It's the description it. box for the photo because the header is a photo, correct? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And right. so if you click on it, a description box is going to open up. I've got all the reasons why you should join my group, the what's in it for you to join my group, plus the link to join my group. Then I go down further and I say, would you like to create 90 days of social media content in 30 minutes? Click here for that training. Would you like to learn how to sell without selling? Click here for that training. So that personal profile directly goes into my Facebook group growth, which when you go to my Facebook group, my three membership questions are set and I'm asking for your email. I'm saying, did you grab my free guide for 90, min 90 days of social media content, 30 minutes? If you didn't, no worries. Leave your email here and I'll get it for you. Oh, Would you wow. like to be on the wait list for when my course reopens in January 2023? Yes. Leave your email here and I'll put you on the wait list. And so, so the personal profile directly goes into the Facebook group or the lead magnets that I have there where they'll land on my email list and the Facebook group goes into the email list. So it can so one way or another, they're going on the email list one way or another, every strategy I use, every organic strategy takes them to a road that will, it might take a couple of steps, but it's going to lead to that email list. The direct messages is another strategy I teach. Um, a lot of people say to me, I want to learn how to have authentic conversations in the DMS that actually lead somewhere. I can teach them how to do that. that. Wait, are you telling me there's such a thing as an authentic conversation in DMs? Yes, <laughs> you're I gonna know. Have to, you're going to have to prove, because I mean, I don't know. Sure. I, I know. I mean, I'm very big in Facebook and there's people requesting. So if, if you're an entrepreneur, I say yes. Um, and then LinkedIn, I generally say yes if you're a small business owner. But if somebody says I'm a high ticket closer or blah, 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 I'll say yes. And like, Half very a second good. later, Jim, yeah. have you ever thought of going into coaching? We'd mm -hmm. like to show you how to create a mastermind. I'm like, what in God's name? Right. I mean, it's obviously just spamming and it must, mm -hmm. it, to, to some degree, it must work because they continue. No, to do it. So can't. if you spam the hell out of 10,000 people, you talk to 10 and, and two become clients. I guess that works. I guess. That is so icky to me. It's awful. And that, I think yeah. that's a LinkedIn. That, that happens to me on LinkedIn nine times out of 10. I mean, I think it's a setting they have. It's like yeah. the minute you accept their thing, it, they send that message. Um, but on Facebook, for example, um, if I'm in a group and, it, and it's a group of like-minded people, I'm going to friend some people in that group. And I, because I love to network and I love to meet people. And that's the, really the only way we can grow our businesses online is by actually networking online. I need to ask you a question. And I, I don't want to say what I don't like in case this is what you do, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I will just come out and say it. Yeah. So you accept you accept you accept somebody's friendship on Facebook, mm -hmm. and then the next thing is, "Hey Jim, how you doing today?" I okay, mean, no. in a, well, in a way that's genuine. It could be, but it's also like you you don't just interject yourself like that. No, no, that's no, my no. feeling. Right, that's not what I'm doing. So okay. you and I are in a group together. Let's say we're in um, a membership group, or we're in. Um, Build your dream business now. Let's Build just pull that one out. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so I, I am wanting to network with people because I'm looking for people to be guest experts in my Facebook group. Okay. I'm looking for people that I can collaborate with. Um, I'm not going to be a buy my stuff kind of gal. 
I want to get to know you and I want to offer you an opportunity to come to my Facebook group if it looks like a good thing for your business. And so I would connect with you, send you a friend request, you accept it. And I'm not going to jump on you immediately. I will wait, you know, 10 ish, 18, 24 hours. And I'll just send you a DM that says, Hey, Jim, so, so fun to connect through the XYZ Facebook group. Um, How are things where you are? And if it says where you live in your profile, I'll say, how are things in California, Wyoming, wherever you are now? Um, then you're going to, you're, you're going to respond back or not. Um, mm-hmm. but most people, when I say, you know, um, great to connect with you through XYZ group. I've met some, I've had some really great connections this week with people in the group. Everybody seems to be, um, very like-minded, very kind, whatever. And then they'll, now I've only had one person out of hundreds in the past few months that has been ugly to me. And she mm-hmm. literally like, bless her heart. As we say in the South, I think too many people had cold spammed her that week. And she yeah. came at me guns blazing. Like, I can't believe you just spammed me, blah, 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 blah. And I replied back to her and I said, no, ma'am, I'm not spamming you. I like to make connections with people that I'm in groups with. If that's not your thing, no worries. I'm going to go ahead and disconnect our friend request. Yeah. And that way my assistant and I don't make the, make the mistake of reaching back out to you. Mm-hmm. Wish you Does she reply best. or not? Or you just so, disconnected? I just disconnected. And then I went and blocked her because I didn't want to make the same mistake of, I don't want that kind of person in my world anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, Negative but, energy. Yeah. I and used so, to have a, I used to have this much tolerance, but if somebody like does that, if they, you know, crap in your corner, <laughs> bad expression, but, or if they do something, I don't even have time to check. Did you mean to say it? Was that you? No, boom, gone. Yeah. It's like you, you have, it's all about protecting your mindset for one thing. It's also yes. about protecting your space and your energy. So we're at 21 after the hour. And you know, I really, yeah, I've been doing this for f- 500 episodes. You'd think I'd learn to ask this off the air, but I'm going to ask on the air cause I forgot. Can oh we go maybe five minutes? So it's five, a little bit longer or do you have yeah. trick or treaters coming? I, I see you're coming back there. I'm ready. I am ready for Halloween. Yeah. Okay. No, so the only um, thing I've got going on is my husband and our, our grand puppy may be coming home in about 40 minutes, but. We'll oh, no, 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 no. I, I, I can't go that long. I, I'll, I'll say something <laughs> highly inappropriate, most likely. So, um, so we're talking about DMs, which are yeah. on, which are, are uh, oh, Phil, there's <laughs> just a lot of me. Um, <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I've, I've got energy vampires, real, yes. Got yeah, off. energy vampires. That's right, Peg. Mm-hmm. Get, get them out of your life. So we're talking about DMs. Now, mm-hmm. I'm, there's DMs, obviously, in Facebook, but I always think of that DMing world as in LinkedIn. So what is mm-hmm. an appropriate way to leverage LinkedIn? Or was that pretty much what you were, were just giving us? Or do you have something I, else there? I actually don't use LinkedIn. I, okay. I have, I have so, my assistant posts my social media on LinkedIn as a piece of social proof, but my demographic is on Instagram and Facebook. Okay. And so that, and I don't find, and I do, I do find a struggle on LinkedIn with people who actually want to make a connection. It is the strangest thing I've tried. I've tried. And when they send me a cold spammy DM, bless their heart. I just want to try to save them. And if I try, they get irritated and I'm just like, okay, never mind. I'm not even going to try. About five minutes ago, Tracy, you were telling a story about how you tried to do, uh, I think it was paid Facebook ads, pissed away some money. It didn't work. And then you said, well, why don't I come back and do what does work? Do you remember that? Yeah. For some reason, a little voice in my head said, that's very similar to there, you know, to, to, if you find something that works, do more of it. Yeah. Um, 
there was a very there was a marketing lesson. I don't know if this goes back to like the 30s or or whatever 1930s, but um, one word like revolutionized this entire industry and just jack profits through the roof. I don't know if you if you remember this story. I, I'm I read tons and tons of marketing books, and I was fascinated when I read this. What what's that one word? And the word was repeat. So up to that point on the shampoo bottle, it said lather and then rinse. And then somebody said, let's add the word repeat. So people use shampoo mm -hmm. twice as much. Lather, rinse, repeat. You, you don't really need to shampoo your head twice. In one you time. don't. But yeah, but what... <laughs> But it's funny that, so first of all, there's a nice little uh, lesson there, but um, the word repeat, just keep doing what's working. In fact, yeah. do more of it and tweak right. that instead right. of, you know, bur mm -hmm. burning, burning some $100 bills over there in, in Facebook right. land. Um, yeah, for sure. So the other thing I wrote down is, you know, a lot of from, I think you described your head and all these different things are leading to one main goal, get them on the email lists, yes. right? Yes. So one of the things I used to teach when I was out speaking as the newsletter guru um, was you, you, you want to use online and offline together. They complement each other. Mm -hmm. So because this newsletter service I, I sell is a print and, print and mail paper and ink newsletter. Well, mm -hmm. use that to say, hey, if you enjoy this monthly newsletter, you can get some quick tips every Friday, get on our email list. And by the way, if, if you have just an email list, you get, by the way, if you're loving these quick tips every Friday, you'd like to get a free subscription to our print and mail newsletter. They'll show up in, in the mailbox mm -hmm. at the foot of your driveway, go here. And there's a right. link to the website. So you can use both online and offline to help grow each other. Right. Yes. So yes, exactly. All right. Yeah. You're um, just going to have to think through the strategy. Where can I send them next? You know, when someone grabs one of my um, free trainings, on at the end of that, it's going to be information about me. And if you loved this, come join my free Facebook group. You know, where can there you, you send them next? CTA, call to action. Yo, you should be doing that all the time. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you had a, um, I was checking, you got a very good blog page on your website, by the way, lots of good stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, one of them, I think, was like, um, five or six easy steps on how to write emails that get open. Can you yes. think of one or two tips to share? Absolutely. I can. That's one of my most popular trainings that I've done because people, I, I find writing easy. I love to write. I'm told that I'm a good copywriter because when my clients and I get together, I'm spitballing ideas about lead magnets and emails and subject titles and all that. But surprisingly, kind of like sales, I'm good at that, but not everybody is. Apparently I'm good at email writing, but not everybody is. So what I tell people is this, I want you to write that email in your own voice. Mm -hmm. I want you to stop trying to write the college essay. Forget English teachers, plug your ears, forget what you learned in high school and college. We are not doing the intro, the three paragraph points and the outro paragraph. That is not what we're doing. What we're doing is we're having a conversation that has to, that happens to be put in writing on a page. That's right. it. So I want you to pretend that Jim and I are at the coffee house and we're having this conversation and I want to give him three tips for time management. And so I'm going to say, Hey, Jim, I'm not going to say, Hey, everybody, <laughs> I'm going to talk to one person, not everybody in the room. Because if I say, Hey, everybody, or I say, Hey, Jim, which one sounds better to you? Hey, Jim sounds better. And so I'm going to say, Hey, Jim, and I'm going to say, dang, it's been a freaking long week here at the Beaver's house, you know, or have you ever had your dog throw up in the middle of your masterclass or something that you would normally say if you were to see that person, right? Mm. And then yep. you go into um, somehow segue it into the point you're trying to make. 
and then, and you get out and you make the emails skimmable. People are not, if I open up an email and it is a big paragraph, holy crap, I'm, my brain goes, I don't have time for that. I'm not going to read that right now. So we have to put some white space. And literally the way I write my emails would probably drive my college uh, professor crazy, but it's like line, space, line, space, air line, it out, space, air it out. Because I want people on a small little bitty phone to be able to go, oh yeah, okay, I got it. I got what you're saying. And remember that also the subject um, line, the title is vitally important to get them to open it. Mm -hmm. Don't forget the PS and the PPS. Those That's are the most right. read parts of the email. And yes. I literally sometimes will use the PS and I'll say, hey, if you're a skimmer, no shame in that game. Here's what I said in the email. Click here to join my group or whatever. And then the That's PPS right. is the wait list is open for my group coaching program. And, and if there is... Yeah, PS and, and PPS are so important because people will scan, but they're always going to go to those. So if you do have a call to action and or some instructions you have up in the middle, repeat them there. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and exactly. it's, it's so interesting. Like I learned very early on when I started studying copywriting about conversational tone, which is easy for me because I just I just okay. write. First of all, I never paid attention in typing class. So when I write, I'm doing this. But I, I, hey, I wrote six books doing this. Right? But um, but I'm writing as I'm talking, right? Yes, and, yes. And and stream um, of consciousness. That's right. Yeah. And you know, so people, if you're still curious about how this works, if you're if if Tracy and I were sitting in the coffee shop, I I am going to lunch today. No, you say, I'm going to lunch today. So mm -hmm. you you have contractions. Now, sometimes in, in college writing courses, of which I know nothing about, you know, they teach you very proper English very and, proper. Very, and proper writing style. Right. And the other thing um, th along these lines, and that we'll start to wrap up here, is um, I had a client once and um, I was helping them with their website and I wrote a killer um, headline and subheadline. Mm -hmm. The spouse of this client, very, very um, uh, heavy in college degrees, said, that's not oh, grammatically no. correct. Right. The person came back to me and I said, he's right. Mine is going to make you money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you want to be right be, or do you want to be rich? <laughs> yeah, do you want to be right or do you want to make sales? Right. Um, so uh, last question I have, and, and then we'll, uh, we'll wrap up this actually this was a, a fun fest with a lot of good content i, I think yeah, everybody yeah. would agree how uh, how can you make creating content easier i was doing a um mm -hmm. a call i think about an hour ago and the guy said man i was checking everything i said how do you do all that you're like a content machine well first of all mm -hmm. i've been doing it for a long time so there is some repurposing we'll call it yes yeah, um exactly. but for somebody maybe starting out or that hasn't written that hasn't written six books of which you can pull blog posts out of all that kind of stuff. Exactly. What, are, what are some strategies on how to make social media content easier? Yeah. So that's a great question. This is something I hear from my clients. They're literally sitting in front of the computer and the cursor's just blinking and they're like, what the heck do I even say? Mm -hmm. So here's what I suggest that has helped me. And this is the way my team and I craft our content. And it goes back to one of the things I mentioned. You can write 90 days of social media content topics in 30 minutes. And what I want you to do literally is think about your ideal client. What are the words they say? What are the emotions they say? The emotion words they say? How are they feeling? And then I want you to, and make notes on that, but then I want you to brain dump. If you can get to 12, that's awesome. If you can't, go for five or six. Brain dump five or six to 12 things that you can speak about 
to help them, the content that you bring that you could talk about ad nauseum. Mm -hmm. Just you could push the live button and you could talk about it for five or 10 minutes without stopping. You know, it like the back of your hand. And I guarantee you, you can come up with 12 or more. And so what that is what I use to framework out all of my weekly live trainings. I have all the topics all mapped out, mapped out for the next 90 days. That becomes my anchor piece. So pick your anchor piece. Just like you said, you could use your blog as your anchor piece or your book as your anchor piece. I use my weekly live training. I literally write out notes and a little script for my training. And I give that to my assistant. But back in the day when I didn't have an assistant, I would look at that script and the notes and I'd say, okay, um, what's a quote from me that I could quote me on, on a quote graphic that mm. I want to put on Instagram. Good. You know, Tracy Bieber said, talk to one person when you're writing an email or the quote would be when you're writing an email, remember you're talking to one person, Tracy Beavers graphic quote. There's a piece of social media content. Then I take the three key points that I wanted to make that turns into a business tips graphic, three simple tips to make your emails open faster or better or whatever. And then you, you just take what you already wrote, what you're already planning to say in your live. And then when you've got your live video, if you've got somebody that's good at this, you could chop that sucker up and pull out a couple of tips and repurpose that video all over the place. And wow. then before you know it, you've got your content. So you're literally looking at your week. What's your topic? What are you going to use as your anchor piece? Then you're going to pull three to four pieces of other things from it to use in other places. And then you can take that and use it in your emails. So like you said, a great email for me would be, um, hey, Jim, I went live yesterday on, in my Facebook group. If you missed the training, here's a link to it in my blog. Yep. And it's going to drive people to my blog, which is going to hit my Facebook pixel and the SEO and all that jazz. And, you know, that's going to be- that's it. I mean, literally, that's the email. Yeah. Not every email has to be, you know, 200 words. In fact, it shouldn't be. But, um, you know, it's interesting. So what you described is very similar to what I used to teach in the newsletter field is have an editorial calendar. It's the greatest thing to fight mm -hmm. that blank page. So, oh, yes. my newsletter article's done. No, sit down and figure out what's the lead article from, say, the next six months or 12 yeah. months. And then you don't have to be worried about the idea. And as, mm -hmm. as time comes, write this one, write this one. So you got that. I like to say you got that one in the bank. So you don't, yes. you don't yes. have to write that two days before it's due. Right. Um, and as you're going, as you're reading books and as you're listening to podcasts, you're going to get some other topic ideas. You just are. And so you go in and you throw them on your Google sheet and you keep going. And before, and here's the other thing though. If you get to that week and you're looking at the topic and you're going, I don't feel like writing about that. Well, tough love, too dang bad. You put it there. You need to stick with the program and stick with consistency. That's right. Put on your CEO britches and write the stuff. <laughs> there you go. Put on your CEO britches so you stop beating your head against the side of the pool. There we right. go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Tracy, this was so much fun. I mean, a little voice in my head said, what a great interview, Jim. And I want to thank you for coming on. You shared some great stuff. So there's going to be a little test right here. I'm going to see oh if you actually practice what you preach. So I'm going to give you an opportunity oh. to share your contact information. I'm sure people are loving the loving the content. By the way, if you're loving this, and, and most people watch this on a replay, I'm fully aware of that. Put a hashtag replay, say, thanks, Stacy or Tracy, don't say Tracy, say Tracy. <laughs> thank you, Tracy. Ask a question. I'm sure she would come in and, and reply. Yeah, but, um, but go ahead and, and how can people connect with you uh, and learn more from you? 
Yeah, thanks. And I would love to answer any questions anybody has. Nothing makes my heart happier than being of service and making someone else's life easier because business building does not have to be a struggle. It does not. I promise we can do it with ease. And when the next episode, next time we get together, Jim, I'll teach you how to do that. Okay. <laughs> but yes, my free Facebook group would be, be the best place to come meet with me. It's be a confident entrepreneur, get visible and grow your income. And you'll see my picture there. Um, and just answer the questions and you'll get some good free stuff as you come in. And then the thing about my Facebook group is it's a community. It is not the Tracy Beaver show. It is not a group for me to go in and say, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. This is how great I am. Mm. I want people to come in and share. We've got website experts, LinkedIn experts, podcast experts, tech experts. Thank God, because I'm tech is not my love language. But we have all these people that have come in that have this vast knowledge of expertise. And I want them to promote themselves. I want them to say, hey, I'm Tracy Beavers and I've got this workshop coming up. Would you like to join me? Click here. Or, you know, hey, here's a great tech tip that I just learned by a mistake I made. And somebody else could post, is anybody a WordPress expert? I'm about to beat my head against the wall with this WordPress website building. And then somebody else can help them. And before you know it, everybody's helping everybody. We're cheering each other on. It, it's a really fun place to be, in my opinion. Um, but awesome. that's, that's what I've built. I want it to be a community where people can come get support and get answers and get help. And then also toot their own horn because we don't do that enough. And what's the, what is the link for the people to go there? It's, it's, in, it's a Facebook group and it's Be a Confident Entrepreneur. Get visible and grow your income is the name of the Facebook group. Wonderful. You passed the test. And if you watch the whole, if you watch the whole interview, you know why she passed the test, because there was the call to action mm -hmm. and she drove you to the Facebook group. And if mm -hmm. you're smart and you go join her there, you're also more likely going to be encouraged to pick up her reports and things like that. So yes, you passed the test under immense pressure, I might add. <laughs> What a fun interview. Tracy, thank you so much for being my special guest today. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I've really, this was a lot of fun. Hey folks, that wraps up this very special interview with my guest, Tracy Beavers. I highly recommend you connect with her, follow her and learn from her. You can connect with me at getjimpalmer.com. If you're interested in joining uh, about 27 other smart entrepreneurs in the Dream Business Mastermind Group, go to dreambizcoaching.com. By the way, Lauren Roberts, good to see you, my friend. Hope we uh, connect soon. Remember, folks, you can get free digital versions of all six of my books at uh, Amazon in terms of Kindle, Barnes & Noble, which are Nook books. And they are also in the iBookstore, completely free, part of my legacy building program. And remember, if you are interested in learning how to create a lucrative virtual mastermind, just like Captain Jim has done, go to lucrativevirtualmastermind.com. But that's it. Until this time next week, another fantastic interview. I am Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. You take good care. Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. <laughs> See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.